Good evening, fiends. Are you ready? Let's get spooky. Fiends, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Get, Get Spooky. Spooky. I'm Vamp. And I'm AJ. And today's topic is dangerous states. We are starting off with the... Something very chilly. We're getting chill here. The number one most dangerous state, yeah. which is Alaska, mm-hmm. which was a shocker to me. Yeah. Because I for sure thought it was Florida. You Florida. all the Florida man stories. Yeah. We've talked about Florida often. And Florida's not even on the list of the top ten. Alaska is number one. Um, then we have New Mexico, Tennessee, Nevada, Louisiana, Arkansas, Missouri, South Carolina, Delaware, and Maryland. So we're not in the top ten. So we're California. Wait, how many of those have I been to? Um, I haven't. Your been. hands in oh, the way. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I feel like I've, I've been only to... been to Tennessee and Nevada. Have uh, we been to? I feel like I've been, been to a more lot of these random states. Than uh, me. We have. We both have not been to Alaska. No. Which, Too cold, but I would like to. It might be cool to go. Alaska is beautiful. There's mm-hmm. the Alaskan cruise, which you can do, and you can visit a bunch yeah. of different places. And you could, if you don't want to, if Alaska seems too dangerous to you, you could stay on the boat, which I feel like boats are also dangerous. Yeah. But so, your either pick. way, your dealer's choice. Yeah. What are you um, dealing with? So, we will talk about, uh, start off with shows and movies mm-hmm. that are Alaska related, Alaska adjacent, adjacent, which is mine. Because the only thing I could come up with, because I picked the other, picked I picked the, the other two, the like other main two Alaska that, ones that that counted, um, counted. <laughs> <laughs> that that fell into the criteria. Um, so adjacent is the thing. Um, it's, it's set in Antarctica, but they film some of the backdrops and um, scenes, not scenes with actors, but like kind of like more landscapey stuff in Alaska. Um, they shot in Alaska, Canada, and in L.A. on the Universal lot. Oh, it's nice and chilly yeah, and real very cold. snowy and yeah. Alaska-ish, which I didn't know that. I thought it was all in Antarctica. Yeah. Well, movies are lies, so yeah. you shouldn't ever movie, believe. Movie it's magic. It's not real. Um, so I have on my list 30 Days of Night, which is one of my favorite vampire films. I feel like underrated. A lot of people are like, I don't even know what that movie is. Um, essentially, a band of vampires goes to this town. Oh, shit. It's in that same town. <gasps> Before we Hold started, your phone. Hold your phone. <laughs> Before we started, um, I was trying to figure out. The, there's the Alaska Triangle, and it's between Juneau, Anchorage, and this other town that used to have a very common name. Easy it was name. called... Barrow? Bar- Barrow. One of those, yeah. B-A-R-R-O-W. But now it's called, I'm going to spell it, U-T-Q-I-A-G-V-I-K. How do you say that? I remember because I just looked it up. I forgot already. Utiatvik. Utiatvik. Something like that. So apparently, which I didn't know, 30 Days of Night is based in the town of Utiatvik, formerly known as Barrow. And a the town has 30 Days of Night. Just like the name says. So for 30 days, it's dark. So what did the vampires do? They're like, we're going to go to a place where we can eat people Mm -hmm. all month long because it's dark. We don't have to worry about the sun. Super smart vampires. Yeah. Um, 
I love the look of the vampires. Their teeth are all crazy in it. It's a really fun story. Um, and to be 100% honest, I was like, I don't want to go to Alaska. I don't want to go anywhere where it's nighttime for 30 days. Like, I like nighttime. I'd prefer that versus day. Because there are places where, where it's, it's like day, sunny for, sunny yes. for way too long. I think I could deal. I think because I, I could sleep and be up when it's dark. So I feel like I'd be better doing that. But I feel like a lot of people feed on sunshine i'm kind of the opposite i think i would i would be okay but i wouldn't want to live there i wouldn't want to live That's somewhere true. that'd that be kind of weird you have to be in the in the dark for 30 days and i mean obviously this is oh there's a little spider on my notebook hold on help i'm just gonna let it do its thing it's just crawling around um yeah i wouldn't want to live there i also if vampires gonna come for 30 days it's they're my people, so I think I would be fine. I don't know about you or Cameron. You guys might be a little suspect. Yeah. Um, but it's a great movie if you haven't seen it. It came out in 20, 2007, um, so it's a little bit older. It's streaming in various places. I, I didn't look it up, but you can find it all over the internet. Um, I also have The Fourth Kind, which was out in 2009, and this is basic. This one is interesting to me because when I first watched it, um, it's basically talking about alien abduction. Mm. And there's topic, a lot of- Good topic, good topic. A lot of controver- controversy around it because when the movie came out, it opens up with like a confessional of Dr. What's her name? Um, Dr. Abigail Tyler, played by Mila Jovovich. And it's a pseudo documentary, which is basically a f- like a fancy way of saying that it's not real. But the way it opens up makes it seem that it's based on a true story. And they mm. said it was based on a true story. So they. The town of, what is the town? It's called Nome, Alaska, actually ended up suing the studio because they put out all this information to make it seem as if this was real. Yeah. And I think they, they ended up winning. It was not a lot of money. It was, um, I think they ended up win, like, winning like $20,000. So it wasn't a lot. You would think the studio, I mean, I'm sure they settled at a certain point. Yeah. But it's basically this uh, doctor uncovering that alien abductions are happening they have happened to her and her family um she loses her husband so she's going through a lot of grief Mm -hmm. and um she is a psychologist so she has people coming in and they're telling stories and she's like oh basically you've been abducted by aliens yeah but there was this whole thing going around because when i watched it i was like this isn't this isn't real you know situation yeah and obviously Depending on your belief on aliens, whether you think they are real or not, it could be like absolutely this isn't this isn't real mm-hmm. or this is. But it was the fact that they said based on a true story. Yeah. So whenever you say that, people are like, "Oh, it's real. Oh, it's real. Yep. It's one hundred percent real." It. And um, there was like bad press for the town and stuff because obviously, like people don't want to visit if they think that they're going to get see, abducted by aliens. I could see a combination of like numbers going up for like the weirdos who possibly want to get abducted. I don't want to be abducted, but I want to be there. I want to see someone else. Yeah. yeah. I want to see it happen to them first. Yeah. Um, no probing. Maybe we've I'll established think about it. our guidelines, um, but I you'll think also... about it. I feel like that was no, the... no, I said no probing and oh. I'll think about it. Got it. So you have to promise me no probing. Then is... I'll, I'll take a tour of your ship or something like gotcha. that. Um, but I could also see a large amount of people being like, Oh, I should probably not go there then. And I can see tourists dropping. So I feel like the settlement is, not about the money, but more about the principle. Yeah, of and being they, able they, to say, "See, it's yeah, not J- real." JK, and they, I don't, I don't know if redacted is the proper term because it wasn't like a written thing, but they basically put out stuff saying this isn't actually based on a true story. But to be one hundred percent honest, like 
we've talked about this before. You just go on the internet and you Google, is it real? Yeah. And there's so many articles that are like, well, it's, it's trying to fool you at the beginning, obviously. And it is a, it is a movie. If everyone believed what they saw on the internet or in movies and just I because do. someone, <laughs> so if I just say, if I, any story I tell you and I just preface it at the beginning, I say, based on a true based story, true story I'm me. like, oh my God, this okay. is real. Well, now I know she can be duped easily. Um, but that's another really fun one if you're interested in aliens and actually it was kind of spooky like the way they Ooh. they did it it was it was done very well I, f- I felt bad for the little boy and I was scared and I was like no aliens be nice to me no probing but be nice to me but be nice please and then there's another one on my list and it is called the frozen ground and this is basically based on the serial killer Robert Hansen which is one of my people I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. um and this one is actually really based on a true story because Robert Hansen is real. Yeah. (laughs) This is truth. So we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, So we know Alaska ranks number one in violent crime. Mm -hmm. And not like, you know, little crimes like stealing a library book or not returning your your DVD to Blockbuster. Or shoplifting. real crimes. And so violent crimes in this situation include aggravated assault, robbery, robbery. Robbery, robbery, homicide, and rape. So these are severe crimes. And I think it's it's interesting to think about it because Alaska is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, And the amount of people compared to how big the state it is is very different. So there's not a lot of people for how big it is. So the amount, the percentage of crime when it is violent is a little bit higher. So Mm -hmm. I think the rate is... What it says on my list is that there's um, 885 crimes per 100,000 people. That doesn't sound like a lot, but these are, again, violent crimes. Yeah. So this isn't including, like, little piddly things, um, theft and stuff like that. This is, like, murder. The the big ones. Like, the the scary, the big scary ones. A pair of boobs on the side of a building. That's a, well, that's a crime. That's defacing, right? I was like, Vandalism. Yeah. Everybody loves boobs. Everybody, <laughs> loves, everybody loves boobs. It's true. That can't be a crime. Um, and to in the opposite states that mm. are the safest, we have Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, Idaho, and Wyoming. So if you're scared, go there. Go there. Idaho has a has a potato hotel that you could stay in. <gasps> I want to stay in it. Like how is, fun is would that potato, be? The beds like a potato. Shape? No. The actual exterior looks like a potato potato. and you go inside and you stay inside of it. I I want to go there. Do they only, I hope they have an only potato restaurant where everything's made out of potatoes. Man, dreams. I hope so. Lean into the potato. Just Just potato the whole situation. Make it a whole thing. It's, it's just, just do it. Well, it's, so it's safe and they have a potato hotel. It's really all you need. It's all I need. Okay. We'll, we'll put that on the list. There's gotta be something spooky. Something happens there, I'm sure. There's ghosts. Oh, yeah, the Idaho murders just happened. What? The four college students? I I live under a rock. What? Really? Yeah. So Idaho, you lie. Well, I mean, maybe that's like the only thing that's happened in a long time. Uh, I don't think so. I've heard some stuff. Well, maybe Idaho is We'll talk about it in another episode. Yeah, we're going to eventually. We'll prove that list wrong. Yeah, we're going to find things. We're going to uncover it. Well, this is also this list. Um, this is a recent list. This was in, I think, March of 2023, these statistics. So okay. this this will be an ever-changing yeah. list. I think things are going to move around. Hopefully Everyday not crimes to, happen. Yeah. 
Um, so proportional to its population, Alaska is without a doubt the most state among serial killers with 15.65 serial killers per 1 million inhabitants. Which also doesn't sound like a lot, but I feel like... It doesn't, but at the same time, like... I think one serial killer is too many. Too many. So 15, over 15 and a half serial killers. I don't know who the 0.65 is. I'm also thinking of that as like, um, there's... Wait, what are the numbers again? So there's 15.65 serial killers per 1 million inhabitants. Okay, so I have a million little Cheetos. hot Cheetos. And Almost 16 of them 16 are, serial, of those are serial killers. Are poisonous. This is a knife. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. And then you mix those almost 16 of them amongst the population. Like you sprinkle them in here and there. They could be anywhere. Who knows? They all look the same. Mm -hmm. You never know. So watch your back. A total she could be a serial killer and I would I have no idea. You would have no idea. Um, a total of 51 serial murders took place in Alaska between, the 1900, between 1900 and 2014. Also, doesn't sound like a lot, but, I, but like one much. is too many. Like yeah. someone that is going out and like, I'm going to kill you, whether I have a reason or not, but then Rude. I'm going to kill him and I'm going to kill that guy and then that girl and then that kid. Like that's, oh my God. that's a, that's a lot. Yeah. One of them is more than we should ever need. Mm -hmm. um, so it's seeing that serial killers spiked in the 1980s and Alaska led the nation in serial killer murders during that decade. What's 80s were a rough time in Alaska. Um, and they have... Basically, a number of theories saying that it could be environmental factors. Mm. Um, the winter nights are longer. The um, physiological impact on the people, like from the weather, severe depression. It's cold. It makes it hard to go out and do things in certain areas in Alaska. Which is interesting because I feel like whenever they talk about stuff happening in Florida, they're like, it's because of the sun. It's too hot. It's too hot. The humidity with the sun, it makes you absolutely nuts. But it it's true, so it's though. like the opposite. Yeah. I mean, imagine the extreme opposite of it being, we've been to Florida many yeah. times where we're like, we're just trying to live and it is so hot. It's hot and I have burning. my poncho on and it's raining and I'm like, how is it hot and raining yep. at the same time? Like, and then can two you just make up later, your mind? You're getting a sunburn. Your skin is boiling off because yeah. it is so miserable. And I'm taking bath salts and I'm eating the faces off of people. Because you just, the sun made you do it. Yeah. So think See? about the opposite. I dislike being hot mm -hmm. very much. I very much I'd rather dislike be cold. It. Until I'm cold and then I'm no, mad. No, no, no. I would rather die than be fro Like, when I'm cold, Cameron will tell you, my body does not regulate temperature very well. So if yeah. I'm really hot, I'm like a raging maniac. And if I'm really cold, I I'm like angry. Shut like, down. it makes me angry because my oh. body hurts. So not that I would result in being like, oh my God, I'm so cold. I'm going to go someone. kill people. Um, but I do understand the logic of severe weather having an effect on like your mental state. Okay. So yeah, I see that. They're saying that um, along with the weather, also the isolation. So some people live in oh. very isolated areas. And I mean, imagine going long periods of time without human interaction. That's that could make you anybody. weird. That That's could why make you need like a dog or multiple dogs to be friends with. I like how you're like, you don't need people. You just need yeah, multiple that's like the, dogs to I'm be like, friends with. like, hey, if with. I have Leota with me, I talk to her all day long. And they don't talk back. They she just, does. She does? She does. She has opinions. But you don't know what she's saying. She has opinions. And you could you could craft her responses. I respond be, in her voice. Oh, do so. you? What is her Tec voice? 
I can't do it right now. Oh, under pressure. She needs to be here. You need to bring her for an episode so we could have I her know. commentary. I know. I like asked her little... if she wanted to come, and she's like, no, maybe next time. Oh, did she? Shit. Yeah. I'll so. tell her I have dog treats. We'll have a cute little bed for her. There you go. She, she can, can hang be, out right yeah, there. Yeah, right in the middle. And then we could go to her. We're like, what do you think? It'll sound just so. like that. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> or she'll just growl at us or grunt at us. Um, so there's there's definitely lots of things that could account for why it would lead people into those directions. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that there there's no to sit. Wow. Words again. There's no statistics saying because it's cold, people murder people. Yeah. Like That's not what they're saying. They're just saying these extreme circumstances could lead to people. And it's being probably in different for state. everyone too. For it sure. could be a combination of things. It could be like a certain thing for this. It's like whatever triggers that person to then go and do whatever it is. Yeah. It could be different for people. So um, there's also another thing that they're saying is that um, the Washington Post study claimed that 75% of Native American Alaskan villages have no law enforcement at all. So they're, yeah, they take care of things themselves. Right. There's remote villages. So in the case of a crime, um, they must rely on Alaska state troopers. And depending on where they at, it, depending on where they're at, it could take them hours to respond to a call. Sometimes evidence becomes lost or removed mm-hmm. and solving the crimes becomes much more difficult, especially in areas where it's super cold and it snows. They have a short window of time if something happened or someone is lost. And then once those snowfalls happen, mm-hmm. I mean, all bets are off unless yeah. it gets warm enough where there's, you know, snow melt and they can find people. Um, so, yeah, I feel like for serial killers and murderers, it's easier for them to dispose of bodies, to get away with things because they're in an area that makes it really difficult to go and drive around in, walk and things around are so in. remote. Yeah. It's just there's so much area to cover if you're trying to search for something. I feel like in the harsh conditions, mm-hmm. like everything is just against against you there was um an article that i read and it was some investigator and he was basically saying it's like worse than finding a needle in a haystack it's like finding a molecule in a haystack because it is so big um in some of the places the terrain is so Mm -hmm. crazy that they physically can't get to it yeah so if there's someone up in some cabin in the mountain somewhere and they kill someone and dispose of the body. It may be actually physically impossible for them to get to the person to try to find, yeah. to find them. Um, and not that we're giving anyone tips and tricks. Yeah. Don't uh, go to Alaska. Don't go to Alaska. Crimes, please. Because we will, we're smart. We know how to use the internet. We'll find you. There's um, Google earth. Now you can zoom in pretty well. I feel they like. found that guy in the lake. This is Google unrelated. Earth? Yeah. Somebody, this guy went missing in like the 80s or 90s or something and somebody was looking at Google Earth uh, near that house and there was a lake near the neighborhood he lived in and they were like, what is this thing in this <gasps> lake? And they zoomed all the way in and so it, it wasn't, wasn't his a big car. Lake. It wasn't like a huge, like you No, could it's see. like a small one. Like, you know, when you're driving through Florida and there's like yeah. just those random like bodies of, bodies water. of water. Yeah. Was zoomed all the way them? in and there was a car and they're like, what the heck is this shape? So they went and searched and- Excuse you, fire it was, engine. Um, that guy was in his car, and he accidentally somehow swerved off the road and went to the lake and went undiscovered until that person was looking at Google Earth. For like 40 years? It was in, you yes. said in the 80s? Uh-huh. Holy shit. is that wild? See, technology can be used for good. It's mostly used for evil. I feel, or we yeah. feel like we hear the stories more of when it's used for evil because those are more fun to talk about. Yeah. Um, 
but Google Earth doing its thing. Yeah. Finding missing missing persons. Um, what other statistics do we have about Alaska? And by no means are we trying to make these places sound awful. Alaska yeah. is beautiful. It, there's plenty to discover there. Um, there's beautiful areas to mm-hmm. visit. Um, just be safe. Just be safe and just know that things bad things happen wherever you go. Mm-hmm. We just like to highlight serial killers. I don't know. It's a thing that we do. Um, what else do I have? So it's saying that the FBI statistics reported that Alaska had 732 violent crimes per 100,000 people. So this article uh, was earlier. This was a couple of years earlier. And then in that time, I think, what did I say? It was like 800 and something. 885. So it's gone up a little bit. But that also, I think, comes with the population growing, too. Mm-hmm. The more people we have, the more turds there are in the pool and yeah. the more people that are going to do bad things. So um, as the population continues to grow, these numbers are probably going to continue to grow. Hopefully, at a certain point, they start to go down. I don't know how we solve that. Yeah. I think it's easier to solve that in places that are policed a little bit better, that have easy access to get to areas. And I think that in, in places like this, those type of people are attracted to those type of places because they feel like they can get away mm. with it longer. Um, but all of my stories, they get caught, so you don't have to worry about these guys. Um, you had a story. Do you want to do yours, and then I can talk about my, my well, list of creeps? <laughs> before we get even creepier, um, one thing that is really cool about Alaska and that I – I mean, you can see this other places, but um, I thought about it because it's something that I want to do. But also, one of my favorite bands has a song called Fairbanks, Alaska, The Front Bottoms, um, if there's any other fellow fans out there. But um, in the song, they talk about the northern lights, mm-hmm. uh, the aurora borealis. Um, it's those beautiful, like it literally looks like It's like rainbow. Wave, it's like our light ra- like, back here. Yeah. Like our wavy rainbow Waves light. of light in, in the sky. Um, Alaska is one of the best places to see them. Um, they're... Uh, the best time is between August and April because there's less daylight, um, which leads to a darker night sky. Because that's like one of, they're like, when you're in a, a remote location where it's really dark, you can see them pretty well. But if you're in a city and there's the light, light pollution, light pollution mm-hmm. it dims them a little bit. Um but there's, a, like we were talking about, there's a lot of remote locations in Alaska that you can go and see them. Um, Do they have the igloo? Um, I don't know if it's there or somewhere else where they were like, they're made out of ice. Like you can stay oh. in these and maybe they weren't igloos. I think they were, um, I feel like it was a different like area in the world. Fancy tents? No, the, but they looked like little dome shapes, but mm-hmm. they were made out of ice or glass or something they're see-through and uh-huh. there was like a whole there's a bed in it and you could, oh, you could pay to fancy. stay there and um see the aurora borealis and i, f- I feel like it, maybe it wasn't alaska it was like iceland or something maybe but there know. are like but i'm sure they have something like yeah, that no they have a lot of different like tours you can take where they'll take you out to a place um so you can see them there's also um certain hotels that are in the areas where where it happens they like have the northern view. lights wake-up call uh, so they'll wake oh, visitors cool. up in the, when the lights are out and you can, like, instead of like waking you up in the morning because you need to go somewhere, it's like yeah. waking you up to be like, hey, go look at the pretty it's lights. It's like 2.30 in the morning. Like, yeah, get up, just folks, go, hey, guess go look at it. Um, the science behind them is also like really crazy. So the they happen about 60 to 70 miles above the Earth's surface, which is 10 times higher than 
uh, where airplanes mm-hmm. fly. Um, most of the colors are green and yellow, um, but you can get some purple and red and blue. And it's all about the diff. So it's created by electrical charged particles that mm-hmm. hit different gases in the in the at- like atmosphere yeah and they basically collide and create energy that form light i feel like most things we're saying like the more north you travel the the more the more remote that it is to less light pollution yeah added to the list of things it's added um so should i start on my list of creeps okay oh gosh creeps the the stories are i mean they're they're interesting they're not as like wild and crazy it's like they get caught and a lot of the times they've gotten away with it for a a long time but it's not like they've when you think serial killer you always think like they've killed 50 people or they've killed Uh a ton of people like sometimes it's only a handful one person is too many um but i think because a lot of these were a little bit older they Mm. were obviously able to get away with it a little bit longer there's no they didn't have social media like they have now. They're living in really remote places. Mm-hmm. And most people, unless you physically went there, had no idea. And that, saw a dead body. Yeah, exactly, that they existed. So um, the movie that I talked about earlier is a story of Robert Hansen. So basically his fellow in- Anchorage residents thought that he was a good father, a loving husband, a successful businessman, a skilled hunter. And then they that. really learned that that was not the case and he had murdered nearly 20 young women over the course of more than a decade. So he earned, he owned a popular Alaskan bakery which already is like, "Dang it, he was a baker like I loved baked goods." This, Sweeney Todd, you baked delicious goods and you also killed people and then he regularly Rude. regularly plow Wow. He regularly um, prowled the streets of downtown Anchorage in search of women working as prostitutes or exotic dancers who he would be able to convince to be with him alone. He owned a private plane and he actually took some of his victims into the Alaskan wilderness. He released them into the bush only to hunt them down like animals. In June of 1983, um, Hansen's crimes were discovered, much to his shock of his wife, children, and people of Anchorage. Cindy Paulson, a 17-year-old sex worker, was able to escape, and she could force um, before he could force her to board his plane. On February 1984, he pled guilty to killing four women and was sentenced to more than 400 years in prison. He died in 2014 at the age of 75. Um, we don't know how he died, if it was natural causes or if he was killed. Um, but to me, this is straight out of a movie. So he abducts yeah. these women. Um, it was a movie. Well, well, yeah. There's been movies that's basically this. But like in the sense that this is out of a movie as if, if nobody would do this. Like people wouldn't do this to people. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that he had his own private plane, he was able to take these women and basically get rid of the bodies. And he would, there's a movie called The Hunt and it's, Kind of like this, where they they release these people and then the rich people go and they like hunt them for sport. Mm -hmm. Um, But the fact that he would not only do this to the women, then he would take them somewhere, release them and make them think that they could get away and then would just hunt them down and kill them. And like, dude, why? Why would you do that? And I guess you'll never really understand people that are like this. I mean... We want to understand so that we can find red flags and keep it from happening in the future. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, like, there's some things that people do that are just unexplainable and they're just yeah. bad people. I'm just like, how does that start? How you're like, 
hmm, I have the plane. I can start doing this. Right. And and was it that he would take them on the plane to try to get rid of them and maybe someone got away and he had to hunt them down and that became he's like, something Ooh, that, this, this is, is fun. This is you know, great. I would like to do this more. Um, and eventually he does get caught, which is fantastic, but he got away with it for a decade. Yeah, quite he a while. He was doing this to women for a decade. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Robert Hansen. He sucks and he's dead. So it's fine now. But yeah, gross. <laughs> gross. We don't like him. Awful. <laughs> Um, should I go to my next one? I mean, I just have a bunch of haunted locations. I was, I don't know. Do we oh. want to do a haunted location and then a creep? Yeah, let's a haunted do that. location and then a creep? Yeah. Cool. Haunted location. <laughs> so <laughs> there is the Red Onion Saloon. Um, it was a brothel. Um, it opened in 1898. Um, it, so basically during uh, the Klondike gold rush there's the you know the town is getting bigger you you know you need a little bit of entertainment Mm -hmm. um the way that they operated was a little interesting i mean i don't know much about brothels but so they had 10 rooms small rooms upstairs and that's where the business happened Mm -hmm. and then downstairs they had a bar and you yes. would like a saloon. Yeah. I think of like a Western kind of the girls had, in the cute dresses. The photos and, I had, yeah. or I mean, they don't have photos from back then, but like they have it made up to look like, like a reenactment of what yeah, it would have been. been. So you would, if you're like, okay, I'm going to go to the broth. I'm going to go to the red onion saloon tonight. It's not a really good name. <laughs> red like onion. Been a better yeah, name. Red onion's pretty good. So <laughs> you go in <laughs> and they, <laughs> true. Um, they would have 10 dolls. And each doll represented a different worker. Woman, person. Yeah. And if the doll was laying down, that meant they were occupied. If they were sitting up, oh, that meant wow. they were ready to for hang out. Servicing. Yeah, for services. Um, which I'm just like, is that a thing? I don't know. Um, I mean, I got to give it to them. They got an interesting name. And then they have like a fun little, a little like a game you when know, you, you got to have something special have to make people like, you know, want to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't always a brothel. It was also um, army barracks, a bakery, um, oh, laundry. Was it Robert Hansen's bakery? Oh, he'd like to so. get the sex work. I feel like this is a very, very different timeline. He yeah. wasn't alive yet. Um, so it, it changed a few times, but today... Um, it's a restaurant bar, um, oh. at the bottom <laughs> okay. and then at the, in the, um, where the rooms are, uh-huh. um, they are now like a museum. So you can go oh, and, take, you say, and now it's a hotel. And now it's a hotel. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised, but it's, you can go and you can take tours. Um, they have it done up to like how it probably <laughs> looked been, like yeah. back then. Um, they, f- one of the things that was really interesting, they found a silver dress in the floorboards. So they now have like a mannequin like wearing the silver dress. So as you can, you know, if you know anything about like ghosts and spirits and hauntings and stuff, it seems like a a lot of them happen in familiar places. So who, you know, there's, there's always a, like, you know, you could say because it is done up to look like it used to, Mm -hmm. it's kind of attracting spirits and stuff like that. So I don't know, maybe that has to do something with it. Maybe it doesn't. Do they know what the dress is from or who it belonged to? No, they didn't, they didn't, I didn't find any details. Just floor dress. Yeah. Floor dress. And maybe something's attached to that. It was hidden for a reason, right? Yeah. Um, so they think there are three spirits there. Uh, Diamond Lil. 
I'm mm-hmm. like, what kind of name is that? Uh, she's a Fordham, a former madam. Um, they kind of get a like a nice vibe from her. They think that she's kind of there to like the caretaker. To, yeah, she's still kind of doing her duty. She's taking care of people who visit. She also makes herself known to male guests. Mm. Um, she, they people will feel hands on their legs. And whispers. Ooh, I like whispers. In I like ears. a whisper. I don't know about a hand on my leg, I but I like a good whisper. I hate whispers. Ugh, don't whisper in my Baby ear. Baby secret. Baby secret has whispers oh, for you. I hate it when someone whispers right in your ear and you feel the, the heat Oh, I don't like the breath. hot breath. But I Ugh. like a whisper. It's like tickly in your ear. And you're like, no, mm. I don't like it. Don't mm. whisper to me. Okay. Um, there's Noted. also Lydia. They believe that she was um, a former prostitute and she has been seen wearing a long, dark dress. Um... She's hostile towards men. Mm-hmm. Same girl, same. Angry. <laughs> and you don't know what happened to her. Maybe she has a reason. They, that's the thing. Like, they don't know what happened. Some stories say that she may have killed herself um, th- in the building because, and, and like, this is the thing. It's like, there's no documentation behind it, but some people are like, oh, she killed herself because she, she found out that she had an STD or something, and that's, like, the end of the world. Um, I mean, I feel like if you work in a brothel, that comes with the territory, Like, I feel like you kind of know it might happen. Yeah. Um, But people sense her from, they smell her perfume. There's cold spots. Um, One thing that was really interesting, there was a disturbance upstairs, and the police actually came, and the police say that they saw a female figure running down the hall to the direction that, actually belong to uh, Diamond Lil. So they're wondering, they're like, oh, it might've been her spirit running to the madam to like, for protection. Yeah. Is this in the police report? I don't know if it's in a report, but it said, said like the police, the police came it. and said that. So I didn't actually see the police report with my own eyes, yeah. but this is what was said. Um, there's also a male spirit, but nobody knows who it can be. And it's not friendly. It moves objects. Like if, you're working there and you're like, I'm going to set my keys down here and then you'll go back and then where do my keys go? It also said that it moves um, expensive liquor. And I'm like, (laughs) so he was a a brothel patron who liked expensive things and he was a trickster. He's a little trickster. It's, I think it's interesting when um, people have history like this and they have stories Mm -hmm. and they, they, give these ghosts a personality, especially, and it's tough when there is no documentation because you're saying yeah. of when the place was built, there was no, people weren't writing shit down. This is also like, I'm pretty sure brothels have always been illegal. Yeah. So you're, you're operating a business that you don't necessarily want record of everything that mm-hmm. goes on there. Um, but I do find it interesting when stuff like that happens and then you have multiple visitors give the same stories when they've never heard them mm-hmm. before. That's always super interesting to me. Um, And I guess you never really know if they have in fact or not heard the stories because we do have the internet now. It's very easy to look things up, but you would hope that people are being truthful and, you know, I love a good, a little ghost story story and a a place where you can potentially meet some old ghosts. Smell some perfume. Smell some perfume or have that guy hide your keys. Although that would be very frustrating. Yeah, please don't touch my if keys. If I ever please. have a ghost, can you just not? Although screw I have with an me? air tag on mine, so I would see the keys moving. Yes, which would also. That's how we catch them. That's how we catch them. Screen record the air yeah. tag moving around. I love when I like leave stuff behind. Like in my my like little tracker thing doesn't always work. It'll say like you left AirPods behind, and I'm like they're 
in my hand. Like, oh, I don't the AirPod understand. ones are so unreliable. Right? That's why I had to put an AirTag on my, on my AirPods. AirPods. <laughs> it's embarrassing, but it I needed to do it. It's counterproductive. We can't remember anything. We lose everything. Or you may have a ghost. You don't know. It's either a goose, your cat, or it's a ghost. I think they're teaming up. Yeah. <laughs> Team up. He's like, I have a plan. Let's mm-hmm. fuck with her. Okay, so I have another creep. Um, this, is, this one is interesting because it, it takes a turn and it's not really what you think is going to happen. Um, so this is Michael Sil- Silka on April 29th, 1984, again in the 80s, because apparently the 80s were a rough yeah, time I mean, for Alaska. Yeah, I said it was a spike, and now I'm starting to believe it. Um, Alaska, state, Alaska state troopers visited Fairbanks. Alaska. Uh, a cabin where a 25-year-old Michael Silka uh, lived, and they were alarmed by the fresh blood on the snow surrounding his, his home and were concerned that the young man might have been injured. So they're Ooh. thinking, uh-oh, the guy that lives here, he might be hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. We should feel bad for him. We should make sure he's okay because mm-hmm. that's our job. So Sulka assured them that the off- assured the officers that blood was from a moose hide, mm. not from the moose hide, but he had killed a moose to get the moose hide. And so the tro- troopers Lock were like, up. "Sure, okay." He killed a moose. So they just left. They're like, "Sure, you're you're 25 years old and you live in a remote area in a cabin and you're just telling me that it's from a moose." Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's not, it's not super detailed. Like, did they see the moose hide? Did they, because if you've skinned it already, that means there would be stuff. There would be be at least two compart, two pieces, the hide and then then the the stuff that's underneath. So I would have essentially been like, okay, cool. That's what it is. Can you show me? Yeah, let's see. Let's get some evidence. But apparently they were like, no, you look trustworthy. So they left. So approximately two weeks later, Silka arrived in the town of Manly Hot Springs armed with multiple guns and loads of ammunition. On May 20th, 1984, he began a three-hour shooting spree. After killing eight people, he dumped the corpses of the victims in the Tanana River. Um, when police arrived by helicopter to investigate the shootings, he managed to kill one of the officers before he was shot dead by police. Um, So... Going back to his place, the troopers left because they believed him. Mm-hmm. But then they realized that he had murdered his neighbor, Roger Culp, the previous day. Oh, so he's the moose blood. So, yeah, it wasn't actually moose blood. It was Roger blood. Mm-hmm. And I think these kinds of things fascinate me because the other thing two weeks later could have 100% been prevented mm-hmm. if they were just like, Let's Show look into me. this a little bit more. Show me. Yeah. And um, also in a previous episode, we talked about the show Blackbird, where um, the serial killer was a serial confessionist. I don't know if that's the way you would say mm-hmm. it, where they, or where they would just have fake confessions because they wanted attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but the people, the police officers were like, oh, that's just Larry, that he's weird, that's just him. He didn't mean it. He's fine. And you're like, in what world do police officers just take your word for it? Yeah. Like, and I guess maybe in the 80s, people were... You have to have a very trustworthy face. Yeah, or you're charming. In in the Larry Hall thing, um, it was people that he grew up with. Mm. So I think it's a little bit harder when you're like, no, 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 I went to school with him. I know him. He yeah. would never do that. Um but for something like this where you're like, there's just a pile of blood in the snow. Oh, he said it's a moose. Okay, fine. And he's 25 years old. He's like a younger kid. Mm-hmm. And you just believed him. Yeah. And then a bunch of people died because they didn't do their job. One of the cops, I don't know if it was one of the same officers that had gone out there before, but he was killed by this guy. 
um, before then they were, they shot him dead. So apparently he didn't have a violent history before, but it just takes one to then have a violent history. Right. You just had to snap one time and now you're a serial killer. Mm -hmm. So um, he also sucks. But he's, in fact, dead as well. He's on the suck list. He's on the suck list. He so sucks. you have another haunted, haunted place? I do have another haunted And then place. I have one more creep, and then we'll uh, move on. The Wendy Williamson Auditorium at the University of Alaska Anchorage. This one was really interesting because if you go to their website for the auditorium, because you can, like, rent it out for performances and stuff, it has, like, all the details on how you can rent it and, like, you know, how much things cost. Then at the bottom, it's, like, about our hauntings. And you, you click can on also it. do a ghost hunt here. Also, just so you know, it's haunted. Um, they believe it's haunted by six different ghosts. It's been confirmed by a psychic. So mm-hmm. 100% true. <laughs> um, Based on a true story. Uh, they, The psychic was saying that they believe that the spirits are drawn to the auditorium because of the raw emotional energy from those great performances. Oh actors uh-huh. um so there's one that's a male musician um they s- apparently wendy williamson is a dude oh. i thought it was like i didn't know wendy was a yeah i didn't know that was a yeah so they think that it might be wendy williamson himself did anybody um, die there i didn't see they... any reports of deaths there okay but the psychic said but the psychics say they are sure, attracted to the energy there yeah um they believe that it might be him because I guess somebody keeps knocking down the portrait of Wendy that's hung on the wall. So they think that it's him. And I'm like, why would you knock down your own portrait? Maybe you don't like it. Maybe it's like, oh, He's my. Like, I don't look like that. I don't look like you that. guys did me dirty. That's not good. <laughs> um, take it down. Take it. I don't want it. Um, a shadowy man that loves a good performance and can be seen leaning backstage and listening and really taking in, mm. again, the actors. 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 Uh, a woman in white. Um, this one was interesting because there was like a few people that were saying like they saw a woman in white on stage and they thought it was part of the performance and then they would just disappear. That's good. I Um, feel like there's always a woman in white in a theater, in a haunted theater. There's always, there's, there's always at least one woman in white. Um, they think she might be a past performer. Um, there's also a teenage man who is the kindest spirit there, I guess. He kind of gives off overwhelming sense of comfort to those who are troubled which i guess is nice because if you're about to go on stage and you're nervous you can yeah. be like he maybe he comforts Calm them me. he's like Calm he me. calms them so that's nice uh there's a little girl who they think is about eight or nine i guess you can see her silhouette in like spot like near spotlights um and she giggles around oh. the auditorium which could be a little distracting could if be you're really performing. cute really cute very creepy, creepy distracting one of the three um there's also an angry man who i guess has problems with brunette women so you'd be uh on the on On the the chopping block yeah apparently he creates a negative atmosphere i guess during a beauty pageant he shoved a contestant and they had hand marks on their back the next day crazy so that's pretty that's that's a hard shove to like leave some type of hand mark also rude yeah not nice trying to pageant um they also feel most of his negative energies in uh, the lighting booth. Um, so this is all yeah. like workers and performers essentially feeling Possibly. these things. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. People who visit, people who perform there, people who work there, they're all feeling these types of things. But yeah, I just thought it was so crazy that not only, like I saw it on other sites, 
but the fact that it was on their official site, I was yeah, like, they're like, you could have your play here. You could have a yeah. birthday party here. Also, there's ghosts. Yeah, also there's six there's of ghosts. them. Six. <laughs> Let me introduce you to all of them. But it's, I mean, I guess that's, that's, it's good and bad because when you go into haunted locations and you have this preconceived notion of what's yeah. going to be there. Like, I know there's a little girl that haunts this place. Right. Any little giggle, you'd be like, oop, that's her. Yeah, you're more inclined to find things or yeah. like um, come up with things that fit those categories. Mm-hmm. But if you have no idea again and you're like, oh, I heard a little girl. And people are like, be oh, like, my God. oh, that's, that's the little so girl. crazy that you heard a little girl. Um, so back to one more creep and then I think we'll, you have, I have one more quick one after that. So this is James Dale Ritchie on November 12th, 2016. Holy crap. This is in the recent times. That's not too far Um, from right now. Yeah. Dale Ritchie shot at Anchorage officers who were responding to a complaint that he had refused to pay a cab driver. So just pay the man, just pay him. He did the work. He worked really hard. He drove you around. So law enforcement officials returned fire, killing the 40 year old man. So they're like, Hey, you didn't pay this guy. He Mm -hmm. went to shoot them. They shot him and boom, he's dead. But then after they performed ballistic tests on the weapon that fired that he, that Richie used to fire, authorities realized it was the same gun that had been used in five unsolved murders in the area. My brain goes to, okay, a, he could have committed those murders because he had the gun. Or B, it could have been someone else's gun. He borrowed it. That he was like, hey, I'm going to... What if it was the cab driver's? Oh, maybe. Could have been the cab driver. And he'd be like, I don't have a gun. Let's put it in his hand. He has the gun. So upon further investigation, uh, the police discovered that one of Richie's victims was a 20-year-old Trayvon Kendall Thompson was the son of one of his oldest friends. A fact that officers suspect that the serum murder didn't know. So I think that's what links it to oh, it was his so that gun. solidifies it that it's him. Because immediately you're like, well, it could have been, why is this bug? Um, it could have been a different person's mm-hmm. gun that came into his possession at a later time. But then they're like, nope, he killed someone that was related to someone that he knew. So he, in fact, was the killer of yeah. these five people. And again, they don't have evidence that he physically killed those people. So someone could have used his gun to kill you. There could have been multiple people. Five times, though. I mean, I I'm could just maybe believe there. once. Like, I could see someone. Hey, can I borrow it? I'm trying to Not be like, maybe deal. he wasn't a serial killer, but he probably was. Five fact, times, somebody. He, if you're lending out your gun that many times and those people just yeah. happen to kill somebody, I mean, you've got issues. I believe that he did it. But again, he did, so it don't matter. Well, it does matter. He also sucks. He also sucks, and he's also dead. He's also dead. So I have to one thing I do have to say is from the list of serial killers that I found, mm-hmm. like the police are on it. They are, these guys are gone, whether they died in prison, yeah. they were accidentally shot for not paying the cab driver, or not accidentally, they were shot because they're they, shot because they, they got sh- shot yeah. at. Um, but they're they're not like in prison getting nice meals and internet and you know finding dates on tinder i don't know <laughs> what you did on on tinder. people in prison get you to do doing? a lot of stuff that i'm like i don't Jeez, understand how you get to do in, this stuff okay. that's you you killed people you shouldn't be able yeah, to do that i guess you shouldn't be getting um, dates on tinder so i have a whole thing about the alaska triangle but i feel like we're coming to an end also aliens in alaska a lot of people will have to do a whole just aliens in alaska there's thing. a whole thing alaska yeah. triangle there's a whole thing which is um it does yeah, for that'll sure. Be his own episode. I have like I was like, oh, I'll just talk about it real quick. I have like three pages of yeah, notes. Yeah, no. Um, but the Alaskan Triangle is similar to the Bermuda Triangle. It is a triangle area from Anchorage to Juneau to Utiakvik. Utiakvik. I still got it. She forgot it. <laughs> I had to. I phonetically wrote it out. Yeah. Um, where 
disappearances, UFO sightings, like so many crazy things have happened there. So we will have to revisit. We'll revisit for sure. The Alaska Triangle because there's some crazy shit that happens. Yeah. Um, just one last one, just because I think it's really fun and it's really quick. I don't even think it's actually truly haunted. I think people are just adding things to it. But there's Igloo, there's the Igloo City Hotel in Cantwell, it Alaska. It's basically this huge giant cement dome that looks like an igloo um it's four stories made out of concrete oh, um it was supposed to be a hotel no it's not made out of ice Lame. blocks unfortunately it's boring concrete <laughs> um unfortunately it never opened it was built oh. in the 1970s um Depending on which, because I read a few articles about it and a, a few things, some people are saying the people who were building it ran out of money. Some mm-hmm. people were saying that it didn't uh, meet building codes, um, the windows were too small or something. And I'm like, that's crazy because I feel like it's, that would be an easy fix. Yeah, um, so it never opened, but it's still sitting there today. Really, um, and it it's really cute but it's sadly it's deteriorate deteriorated uh-huh. however you said um, four stories that's a big four dome. stories it's huge and it's so big that you can see it by you can up in an airplane thirty thousand feet in the air you can see it and it's just from, a big it's just a big concrete big dome. dome yeah um some believe it's haunted apparently there are stories where people will drive past it at night and they'll see weird lights coming from the inside but in my head knowing the weird places I would break into when I was younger, it's probably just people, people just exploring. Or kids like yeah. doing things they shouldn't be doing. Um, this one also has a woman in white. Uh, some people say they see a woman in white staring out the one of the windows. So It's the woman who was like, this was going to be my hotel. This was going to be my And I never got the proper permits. The permits. <laughs> um, but yeah, I it, it sounds really cool. I guess it marks half the halfway point between uh fairbanks and uh anchorage but so it's, it's abandoned right it's there's abandoned no... yeah and like there's different f- photos of it over time where like some of it it looks it just looks really cute and nice but then if you look at more recent photos there's like graffiti and yeah. stuff and it's like falling apart but i feel like it would still be cool just to like take a picture outside of it like this or look for the lady someone photoshopped me yeah. in front of it just like just this, like that with my mic, um, but I don't know. I feel like it'd be a cool thing just to see in person because it it seems so massive, and yeah. it's like a big concrete igloo. I mean, the the intent was there. They're like, we're gonna make something cool, and it's gonna seem very Alaska. And yeah, then it just didn't quite work and then out. Unfortunately, it never opened. Well, maybe we'll make a journey to Alaska, and we could go to the potato brothel, hotel, the potato hotel in Idaho, the brothel, brothel? hotel, and the, the con- igloo, the concrete yeah. igloo. Yeah, and avoid I, all the creeps. And the they're dead. It's fine. Eh, there's. I more. mean, there's probably new creeps, but we will. We'll try to safety avoid those in numbers. Creeps. I have mace. Um, I have also I various weapons. AJ knows karate. You bring a pe- pencil with you, a wooden pencil. You stab it right here, uh-huh. and it punctures their lungs so they can't breathe. And then you break it so they can't take it out. Oh, that's good. It like they like. They can't, yeah, they can't function. That's the tip. If you take anything from this episode, you stab them with the pencil, like in the sternum, yep. like underneath just, the sternum. Yeah. Just carry Break a wooden pencil with you at all times. Because then sharpened. you don't get yeah, sharpened. Sharpened. Uh, you won't get, if you get caught with it, you're like, hey, I'm just take, I just take notes. It's not yeah. like a I weapon. Just, I have a lot of things I can't remember, so I have to write them down. Yeah. Um, and with that, we are going to do a fun little challenge. Speaking of chili. 
Oh yeah, we're doing the the sprite challenge. Sprite challenge, which is you said this in a previous episode. You're like, if it's a challenge, don't do it. And then I'm like, hey, do you want to do the sprite challenge? And I'm like, really? And I feel like this is like an old thing that people did a long time ago. Maybe not that long. I think we're just we're just old. We're like, are we uncool by doing it now? Probably, but cool. I already said it out loud, so I feel like now we have to do it. Now we have to do it. So the challenge is drink a bottle of Sprite without burping, the whole bottle. Okay. So we're gonna go get them. Okay. We're try. okay. I sense your enthusiasm. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, we're back for the Sprite challenge. Um, the theory, well, not the theory, but the rules, I guess, are drink the whole bottle without burping. And this is also this is a fan request. They asked us if we could do this, and I was like, I can't make any promises, but we'll see. And here we are. And these are fresh sprites, as you can see. They're full of bubbles. I don't know about this. Do we have to do it as fast as we can, I think, right? We have to drink it as fast as we can without burping. I have to pee already. Cheers. Okay, here we go. Here we go. It burns my esophagus. Oh, like I'm done already. I feel it in my throat. Like I feel the bubble. Yeah. Can you breathe out? I think part of the problem is that it's so cold. I'm sweating. <laughs> my, so cold. my stomach is making noises. Can you swallow a burp? Like, mm, go back down. Can you get bigger? <sighs> swallow that burp. I'm fighting. Like, I feel like the air bubble is coming up. So when I try to drink, it's like, oh, I'm winning. Am I winning? Yeah. I'm winning. I'm just, I, I think I just burped. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, did you or did you not? <laughs> I think it, it's... Do I win? I think you win. (laughs) (laughs) That was it? That's it. Really? (laughs) I feel like there's more. (laughs) I think I'm too slow. It's sad. (laughs) I'm sweating. There's snot coming out of my nose. (laughs) And I feel like my heart hurts. Oh wow! I like really won. You suck I at did this two game. In a row. Oh, I'm kind of like not impressed with my burping skills. I felt like it was going to be like an aggressive burp. Now I just feel bad. Yeah, if this wasn't so oh. cold, I think I could down it better. <clears throat> also, there's a lot of sugar in Sprite. I don't mm-hmm. really feel good about myself. Oh my god. <sighs> 63 grams of sugar in this whole that's 63 packets of sugar that's tough it's too cold oh she didn't even finish i didn't finish it's too cold i win what do i win thanks high five um so i hope you were humored by that i feel like it was a little uneventful yeah you win the the that one, whoever commented that we should do this, you won their approval. Yeah. I hope you're happy. <laughs> that was very, very painful. <laughs> um, I would not recommend that only because this is terrible for you. That's a lot of sugar. and I feel People like drink gonna, this all the time. Well, I know. 
feel like lot. there's different variations of the Sprite challenge. I looked it up and there was something about eating bananas that and then doing awful. it. But it's like that combination is not good. It's like the cinnamon challenge. Remember where you, you had to swallow the cinnamon, but mm. it's like it's physically impossible to do that. You mm. can't because it's dusty. So I think the banana version of this is if you eat the bananas and then have the whole thing a Sprite. It's is more there like some chemical reaction between the two and it, it expands like, in your it's, stomach. Yeah, it's there. It's too much for your stomach to hold and you will throw up. So I was like, that doesn't, why would you do that? That doesn't sound fun. You don't want to see me throw up. This wasn't really that much fun. It kind of was painful, but it was just spicy. I like winning challenges. So there's that. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of Let's Get Spooky. Make sure to follow us on socials and you can watch and see more at letsgetspooky.com. And don't forget to stay stay spooky. spooky.